Blog Talk Radio. From Los Angeles, California, it's Music Friday Live, the end of the week program brought to you by Solar City, your source of clean energy. I'm your host, Patrick O'Hepernan, and I'm on every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern on the Blog Talk Radio Network, the Cyber Station USA Network, and our radio affiliates. And we're bringing you today's hot new upcoming musical artists. At 2.05 Eastern today, Natalie Denise Spurl, leader of the rock group Kill My Coquette. And at 2.30 p.m., Mitre, the Golden Voice crossover from Mexico. Now remember, this is your show. These bands are here to talk with you. So call us, 347-215-7511. That's 347-215-7511. Or you can email your questions and comments to musicfridaylive at gmail.com. Don't go away. We're going to be right back. I think we actually have some people on the line, so I'll be right back. And I'm your host on Music Friday Live. And you know what? I think we actually have a caller on the line. Hello, caller. Who's this? This is Brian Charette calling. Great to hear from you, Brian. I understand that you're on tour and you're headed in my direction. What have you got coming up on the West Coast? I am going to play. Are you in Santa Cruz right now? No, I'm in Los Angeles. I love Santa Cruz. Oh, I used to surf there. I am playing in Los Angeles at the Baked Potato on the 27th um, with Danny wow. Carey from Tool uh, and Doug wow. Webb and Will Bernard. Um, I'm also going to be at the NAM show, and I'm playing with a bunch of gigs with uh, my friends. I'm playing with Nick Mancini next Wednesday at the Blue Whale. Um, I'm playing with Julian Coriel with Andy Sinise the night before that. I got lots of cool stuff now. Well, let, let's let's talk about Santa Cruz because I, I uh, Santa Cruz is one of my favorite towns, and I understand you're going to be there at the the Cumbwa Jazz Center. Is that right? Yeah, Monday, Monday at Cumbwa. Okay, and then here uh, in the heart of Tokyo at at the Blue Whale Jazz Club, and then you take a break, mm-hmm. and on the 27th you're at the legendary Baked Potato LA. Yeah, the That's 20 how... the 27th is my gig at the Baked Potato with uh, okay. with Danny and Doug. Mm-hmm. And that's out in Studio City, and then yep. you head Coenga down to Formosa Boulevard, right? Coenga, the famous Coenga Boulevard, on the other side of the hill. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then you head down to uh, Hermosa Beach, and yep. there you go and to the lighthouse on the right, very legendary. I think. Mm-hmm. And then you go back up to San Jose at the Cafe Stretch. That's on 29, yeah. Right, that's right down the street from the Tech Museum, and it's a really big place. You're going to have fun there. So you got some classy mm-hmm. booking. This is going to be a great yeah. trip. Yeah, it is, and then I'm going to Berlin right after, so. Oh, my goodness. It's like very MacGyver, this store. <laughs> well, I guarantee you're going to get more sunshine here than, than in Berlin. No, I can't wait. Um, I'm sitting in New York City right now. Can you hear it? Like sirens, cold, everybody's mad. <laughs> yep, yep, okay, well. We have just, um, I understand that you also have two albums out. You've got Square One and Good Tipper. Uh-huh. Really quick, tell yep. us about them. Well, Square One came out in uh, April last year, and it's uh, Organ Trio with Electronics. Um, Good Tipper is brand new, and uh, it's kind of more traditional than Square One, but um, it's with L.A. record label Positone. I'm sure you know those guys. Yeah. Um, and they've been very good to me, so I'm pretty excited. I have another one coming up in the spring. Uh, so I'm really liking working with those guys. Um, well, when your new album is out in the spring, 
Let us know, and we'll bring you back on. You know, we'll call you. You don't have to call us, and we can do a full uh, a full interview. And at the meantime, in the meantime, I want to make sure everybody got that in Santa Cruz at the Cumbwa in mm-hmm. Los Angeles. You're going to be at the Blue Whale and the Baked Potato, and in San Jose yep, at Cafe Stretch. Right. Yep. And I want everybody to to go to www com. that's B-R-I-A-N-C-H-A-R-E-T-T-E.com, and you can get details there and also find out how to buy the album. Brian, thanks so much for calling in. I really appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks so much for playing the albums. Sure thing. We're going to take a, a quick break right now, and when we come back, Natalie Denise Spurl, rock punk blues she's got it all this is one great interview coming up don't go away Cameo Entertainment Group and CyberStation USA are now part of Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. With Stitcher, you can listen to live programming as well as archive radio programming right on your phone. To obtain Stitcher, just go to the App Store for your particular phone. Go to search, then type in Stitcher. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Then download. It's that simple. Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. Convenient access to live and archive CyberStation USA programming on your mobile phone. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. CyberStation USA. Always on the go. CyberStation USA is the future of radio. Get your business into the online future at the world's largest internet radio station. From banner placement on our homepage to any of our broadcaster stations, specials on our video player, audio spots on any of our shows, or at the beginning of any of our on-demand broadcasts. CyberStation USA offers competitive rates with a worldwide reach, a fully integrated one-stop shop social media broadcast platform. For more information, please contact our sales department at Cameo at CyberStationUSA.com. You're into the power. And we're back. I'm Patrick O'Heffernan, your host here at Music Friday Live. And boy, that was fun having Brian uh, call in like that. Well, I want to remind everybody that um, I want to say, first of all, I want to say hello to our uh, our stations out there. Particularly want to say hi to KSKQ FM in Ashland, Oregon. Great college town. Also a great Shakespeare town, too. Everybody can join us by email. MusicFridayLive at gmail.com. So if you're sitting at work and you've got your headphones on and you're not really paying attention to that PowerPoint that's on the screen in front of you, you can email us. That's MusicFridayLive at gmail.com. And if you can, you can call us. You can call us at 347-215-7511. 347-215-7511. Well, it's not unusual for film or television stars to try to make the move from the screen to the rock stage. But not many of them actually do it, and even fewer do it well. And very few women make the move from film to hard rock and punk. Uh, Kim Gordon of Sonic Youth comes to mind, and of course, Carrie Brownstein goes back and forth, and she's back again with a reunited Sleater Kinney band. But beside that, beyond that, the, uh, the list kind of thins out. Natalie Denise Spurl is a new addition to that list. She's made the transition, and she's made it well. Her band, Kill My Coquette, is tight, it's focused, and it's addictive. Her songs have wide appeal and are getting radio play. Buzz Artist named her new single, Post-Teenage Onks, one of the top ten best songs of 2014. Her live performances show a self-confidence and a skill that belies how early it was, not too long ago, that she actually made this change. And best of all, she's here with us on Music Friday Live right now. Natalie, welcome, and thank you for taking the time to talk with us today. Hey, Patrick. Thanks for having me. Um, Natalie, you're such an interesting character, and I don't mean that oh, in a movie sense. not really. <laughs> There's so many things I just to play talk one about. on TV. Go ahead. Yeah, right. I know. <laughs> Let's start with the EP that's due out next week. Now, I know that it kind of rattled around in your mind for a couple of years, so tell us what finally came out. There's a unity to it. Was there a strategy in picking these songs in this particular order? Um, I like I like that, rattled around. That's what it felt like. They were rattling around, like dying to get out. Um, they had to go somewhere. Um, there wasn't a particular strategy as far as um, like the order of the songs, I don't think. Um, I, wrote, I wrote Third and Bonnie Brave first, um, that was my first completed song that I wrote. And then the other songs kind of followed based on like experience I ha- experiences I had at the time. And um, 
you know, they they were all slightly different, but yet had this kind of a cohesiveness to them as well. And uh, those were the ones we thought, you know what, these are the strongest ones we've got right now. Um, we've been playing them live around uh, L.A., and we're getting the most response from them. And we thought, these are the ones we're going to record. You know, these are the songs. These are the five tracks right here for, for my first, you know, foray into into uh, into rock and roll. So, Was there a particular event that crystallized the foray that, that said, now is the time to get out there with the guitar and do it? Yeah, I mean, I, I've talked about this before. I, you know, I'm a huge Social D fan, and Mike Ness is just huge for me. And, um you know, I've been to gazillion shows, and it was, it was, a, it was a show a couple of years ago in Irvine, I think. Um, I think it was in Irvine, and uh, you know, it was, it was the finale. I think he was doing Prison Bound or something, and I, I just, he was so good. It was just like I looked in the crowd, and everyone was just sort of hanging on his word, and you know, the next thing he was going to do, and I was like, you know, that's, that's what we try to do in, in theater. You know, it's like that's what you try to do on stage. Get that get that connecting uh, with the audience, that kind of connect, and to move people like that. It's like, God, it's so powerful, you know, and I've always loved, I've always been a music, you know, fan, a super fan, and I've always loved rock and roll. I grew up on it, and I just I would love to try that. <laughs> you know, it's like, could I do that? You know, it's like, it's now or never. I'm going to, I want to go for it, you know, let's, let's, I want to go for it. I just turned to my friend and said, you know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to give it a shot, so. Well, we're we glad are. you did. We're, we're glad you did. Um, however, you know, I noticed that very few people go from screen to music. And one reason is, is that learning to sing and play the guitar and then putting together a band and finding a producer and recording and gigging, that's a lot of really hard work. And you have to be very, very stubborn to actually do it. Have you always been really, really stubborn? Yeah, ask my parents. <laughs> ask my teachers at Catholic school, yeah. Um yeah, really stubborn. When I have an idea and I want to do something, you know, nothing's going to stop me, you know. And I'm not afraid of failure. So, um, obviously, in the entertainment business, I'm still in the <laughs> entertainment business. Um, uh, right. You know, that doesn't bother me at all. What bothers me is not is not trying something. And what, what bothers me is, you know, regret later on going, you know, you know, what if, you know, what if I did do that, you know, what if. So I never want to say what if. So, uh, you know. Right. Yeah, well, it is a lot just, of work. It's exhausting. <laughs> it's really you, a lot of work. Me, and you gave me another little hint to your personality there, and that you said uh, ask them back at the Catholic school you went to. Being a victim of Catholic schools myself, I kind of understand that. I'm um, so sorry, Patrick. <laughs> well, but Madonna was one too. So hey, it's not yeah, so bad. I, I know. There's a few of us out here. <laughs> well, like I said, it seems to be working, and you've got some great songs. And, and I want to play a little bit of my favorite song. My favorite song on the EP is Post Teenage Ink. So let's, uh, let's listen to a little bit of it here. Let's Now, Marky Ramone says in his new book that a punk song is two minutes to convey your message or sometimes just an inside joke with your friends. What's the message you're conveying in, in that song, or is it just an inside joke? <laughs> no, it's it's pretty straightforward. You know, it's like let's find let's let's get pissed off again. Let's get let's get mad. Let's get let's get dirty. Let's get mad. You know, it was just um I wrote it out of just frustration with trying to come up with a song and I was like, I really am not going to try to come up with a song, you know, so it's like, I'm just sort of at the, at the time I was mad about something or just, you know, it's like, I don't want to come up with a hit or I don't want to try to do anything contrived. It's just like, let's get mad again. <laughs> Give me something more to hate, you know, and it was kind of, I think I was listening to a lot of the Ramones at the time and probably Baba O'Reilly by the who kind of crept in there too. And I thought, I want to write like a cool, you know, yeah. kind of anthem sort of, you okay. Know, well, you did it. I mean, that, and, and that's, yeah. I think that's why it's my my favorite uh, song. I, I I've noticed you said that that you read a lot of books um, by mostly dead celebrities. Um, 
Uh, <laughs> I do. All right. Uh, Marky, of course, is, is a live celebrity, and he has a book out. Yeah. And he's going to be here in L.A. Uh, uh, next week, so you might uh, check him out when you have the opportunity. Oh, definitely. Um, definitely. Now, They're huge for me. The um, uh, I want to change the tempo for a second and and kind of take in uh, another side of your of your music. And this, I think, may be a little more personal side. Uh, this is uh, Festival Boy. Love shot eyes to dilated pupils Listen to the music all night He told me he loved me high Take me backstage Let me have my way Accessible boy You're my new You know, I, I think I can hear the influence of uh, Brody Dale in that song, not in the music, but kind of in your voice. It, she's one of your influences, isn't she? Yeah, huge. Huge influence. She's super talented. She's non-apologetic, poignant, aggressive. I mean, everything about her I love. Um, her new stuff no... is great, too. Her solo stuff, it's you know, it's, it's, a, it's a break from the distiller sound, um, but it still has that that Brody you know, quality about it. I recommend no, I, it. I, I, I love her. Um, and, and that song, Festival Boy, that, that tells a story, and I, and I guess that's a story from your life. But um, it also seems about a, to be about a lesson you learned. Uh, did you write it so that others can learn the lesson, or was it just sort of cathartic? Um, God, you make it sound so... <laughs> so um, uh, no, I, I think it was just cathartic for me, you know. Um, yeah, um, I think it was just cathartic okay. for me. It's, all right. Uh, we're talking with uh, Natalie Denise Spurl, leader of the band Kill My Coquette. You can uh, talk with her at 347-215-7511. That's 347-215-7511. Or you can email us here. And actually, we've got some emails coming in, uh, but you can email us at musicfridaylive at gmail.com. And let me give you some questions from our listeners here. Um, this is uh, Rifa in uh, Los Angeles, and Rifa wants to know if you're still doing film. Yes, I I am still doing film. Um, I've got a couple films out now. I've got a film called Altergeist, which is um, it's sort of a sci-fi horror film. Uh, I think it's on Netflix and uh, probably Amazon. Um, I did another. I have another film called Everlasting. Um, it's an indie indie film, a kind of a vampire story. Um, I haven't seen that out yet, so we're waiting uh, for that to premiere. Um, but you can check out Amazon for uh, all the other films I've done um, the last couple of years. Getting Back to Zero is a new one I did, independent film with um, Alexis Arquette and Wayne Newton, among other other people. It's a cool movie. It's a it's a drama. I play like a craps a craps player, you know, a gambler, kind of a hustler. It's called Getting Back to Zero. That's really great. I'm proud of that one. Okay. All right. Uh, so let's let's make sure everybody knows that they can check out on Amazon and at Netflix and search for you and find your films. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, and you, you said that uh, you're sort of a risk taker. You you like uh, horse racing, don't you? Uh, I love it. Uh, do you also ride horses? Um, I've 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 ridden them. I mean, my you know, it's like my dream was like, can I get a pony, please? It was like nobody really. I, mean, I didn't get that wish granted, but um, I've ridden them like since. You know, I've ridden them a few times. I love them. I think they're amazing. They're just, you know, horses represent freedom, and you know, I just I love horses. But but one day, hopefully, I hope to own one. You know, and call it um, let's call it Kill My Coquette. Why not Kill My Coquette for the win? I like that. <laughs> okay. <all right>. Uh, <laughs> you want to go in with me, Patrick? You want to you want to invest in, in a horse with me? Um, Who else? Actually, Anyone on the uh, air want to? Actually, been there, done that. Um, They're kind of spendy. They cost a lot. That's the problem. <laughs> no, ac- actually, they We're going to need to have a lot of hits on this, too, in order to afford a horse. 
Actually, if you check out the L.A. Equestrian Center in Burbank, you'll find out that you don't actually have to own a horse to ride one, and it's not that expensive. Oh, okay. You can kind of yeah, okay. Okay. rent one, yeah. Yeah, all By right. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, <laughs> uh, that there's another song on, on uh, this album that uh, I, I especially like. And, again, it, it's sort of a change in, in tempo. Um, it has a... It's kind of multi-layered. It's really a nuanced set of feelings. It's uh, close to me. I want to listen to a little, just a little bit of this one. Can't get back. Close to me still. Can't get back. Close to me. You are so young. I want to be with you. Can't get back. Now, there's some lines in that song that uh, I find really fascinating. Um, I've been starving since you went away. I devoured the crumbs you threw my way. All of this because you wouldn't stay. You are someone I want to be, but you can't get that close to me. Now, that seems to describe what must have been a very frustrating relationship, but it also puts a finger on a conundrum of modern romance, the inability to get close while really wanting to. Uh, and That I get. But what I don't quite get is the line, you are someone I want to be. What are you saying there? Um, it's very, God, Patrick, you're getting so heavy so early. <laughs> um, More than halfway through It's not even noon yet. Come on. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, well, what I, what I will tell you is that Close to Me is also about, Festival Boy and Close to Me are the same person. So, um you know, there's that. And then, um, and that line was um, sort of spoken ber- ber- verbatim. Um, You're someone I want to be, you know. Um, <laughs> it was actually told to me um, by this person, and the line was, uh, I wish I could be more like you. So take that, you know, how you, how you wish. Okay, but, right. Um, you know, it's a song, and, and yes, it's it was very, you know, it, it is about, you know, fear and, um, you know, love, but, but fear of, of what will happen if you get too close. Fear from both sides, frustration from another side, you know, why can't you, you know, it's a, it's well, a, it was a heavy a song for me to write, it really was. It, it sounds like it, and, and it's, uh, it, like I say, it speaks to a lot of people, that, that's, that happens a lot. Uh, let's change topics yeah. a little bit. Uh, since, since, since we're getting too heavy too early, maybe we need another cup of coffee, although I don't think so. Um, <laughs> recently, the, the, the Guardian newspaper in London uh, published an article about uh, punk woman's, punk's woman problem, and by extension, rock music's woman problem, pointing out that despite dozens of fabulous women who have helped build punk and rock, Women often get short shrift. They get lower billing or even they get consigned to an all-woman stage like the, the Shura Girl stage at the Warp Tour. Have you ever felt this? Have you ever been dismissed or downgraded in music because you're a woman? No, not at all. I don't think of it that way. Good. I don't think of doing, you know, I don't think of doing shows that are just with um, female-fronted bands only. I don't, I don't think of it that way at all. I play with three dudes. I mean, you can't get... You know, these guys can't get more, you know, I hear more, uh, you know, boob jokes. And, you know, it's just, it's like, I don't think of it that way. I don't feel that way. Okay, I've good. I'm glad to hear that. Well, maybe they have that problem in England, but maybe not here. Now, I haven't had the opportunity to see you live, but uh, I've been going through your videos this week and, and also videos of uh, of other women in uh, punk and rock. Uh, and notice that when you're on stage, um You've got the, the self-confidence of King Kong. You are in charge. 
Now, as far as I know, you haven't been doing this for uh, for years and years. So where does that self-confidence come from? Probably from years of uh, bad summer stock theater, <laughs> you know, and um, just, you know, sharpening my claws on the on the on the theater circuit, you know, in Minnesota and doing um, bad play after bad play, trying to make something good out of it, you know, and just years of that, you know, performing to me is, is second nature. That's not the problem. So, um, like I said, I don't, you know, I don't do things. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't do things unless I feel it has to be done. And I think that, like you said, women in rock, it is, there is a shortage, you know, and it's like, I want to, I want to do that. I think I'm, I think people need to see that and hear it more. You know, there needs to be more of us out there for sure. So if you're going to do it, do it well. You know, if I'm thinking about post teenage angst, it's got to be done right. You know, otherwise why do it? So good for you. All right. Well, I I noticed that that, uh, you also, you aren't shy about sex and drugs in your songs. Um, In (laughs) Festival Boy, you talk about having your way with him and making him your boy toy. God, I feel like I'm horrible. I'm a uh, monster. Don't tell the Catholic school. No, no, not at all. Somebody who enjoys life. Uh, But there's another song, Third and and Bonnie Bray. And uh, uh, this is this is uh, quite a song. I want to play a little bit of it and then we can talk about what's uh, what's happening in there. This is Third and Bonnie. Turn it up. That's a tough song. It's very explicit, and it's not exactly radio-ready. Um, <laughs> why did you select it for your debut EP? I mean, it's a pop song. Every time I play it for people, they all start moving and dancing, and you know, it's like tapping their feet. It's just, it's a catchy, it's a catchy um, hook. I think it's fun, you know, and it still walks the line of like ooh, a little risque, you know. Um, it's a pop song. It's fun. It's just. I think it's infectious. People like it. It is. It, it very much is. No, I I agree with you on that one because uh, I've been listening to it all week. Uh, you referenced <laughs> Johnny Thunder in that song, um, who, of course, yeah. died at the age of 38, although the available evidence is that he, he wasn't, it wasn't drugs. It was foul play. Um, are you, is that a warning to people? A little bit. A little bit. Yeah, he um that was in New Orleans, right? He was in New Orleans yeah, they found him. Right, yeah. In a hotel, yeah, and they never did they never did uh solve it, you know, although it's not right. a secret that he was was a was a junkie, so you know, um yeah, it's a bit of a warning, you know. Okay. Well, unfortunately I just got a warning and that is that we are out of time. So Oh, oh I know. Oh. Uh can I just tell uh, you what I'm wearing right now? I think this is funny. I'm just realizing. Oh, okay, sure. All right. I'm wearing a leopard, a leopard print onesie. Is that funny or what? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm petting my hairless like... cat. I'm on the I'm on the radio and I'm wearing a leopard onesie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have made it. I am living the dream, people. Uh... <laughs> That is go- that is going to be the classic line of the year from this show. <laughs> oh, do- take a Even selfie and send it to Even us. In the dream. <laughs> Thanks so much. Oh, thank you. Let's make sure that people know about uh, where they can get your album. I understand if, if they go to your website, they can get an autographed CD. Is that right? Ooh, yes, you can. Go to killmycocat.com. There's uh, on the music link on the top. Um, there's a PayPal option you can go to. And if you want to get the CD, I'll happily uh, autograph it to you and get it shipped off as soon as I can. And uh, check the website out, too, for upcoming tour dates. And, okay, uh, and if you're really lucky, she'll be, wearing, she'll be wearing her onesie when she autographs it. I will. I'll take a photo of me. 
Okay. <laughs> Natalie Denise Spiral, the the uh, the band is Kill My Coquette, and like I said, go to www.killmycoquette.com and get an autograph CD. This has been lots of fun. Thank you so much for spending the time with us. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Patrick. We have to take a break now, and when we return, Mitre, a golden voice and a global twist on rock and pop. Don't go away. You're going to love this. Our troops aren't the only ones fighting right now. Thousands of military families are in crisis. They're fighting financial battles, how to pay the bills, even how to keep their homes and feed their children. You can help by supporting Operation Homefront, a national nonprofit that provides emergency assistance for military families and for wounded warriors when they come home. To learn more about how you can help, go to OperationHomefront.net. Hi, we're back on the air now, and I'm going to be a little bit more obsessively boy by uh, Natalia. But, oh, wait a minute. We got we got a caller on the line. Hi. Who's this? Hello, Patrick. This is Mitre. This is Mitre, and there's another caller on the line. Hello? Hello? Hey, how's it going? This is Lee. This is Lee. Okay. Uh, Mitre, uh, uh, why don't you hang on for a second? Um, I want to talk to Lee, okay? All right. Lee, you still there? Yes. Hey, still okay. here. Yeah. Now, I, I, uh, you're part of a band, I understand? It's the truth, yeah. Part of a band called Freddie and Francine from Los Angeles, right. California. Right. Okay. And... Um, Sorry, I didn't get all the information from from my producer there when we had two people on on at once. Uh, tell me, you've got a show coming up, don't you? Yeah, we have a residency here in L.A. at the Hotel Cafe uh, starting tomorrow night, uh, January seventeenth uh, at nine p.m. and then we play the twenty fourth the following Saturday and the thirty first Saturday after that. Wow, the, the Hotel, Hotel Cafe. Cafe. That's one yeah. of my favorite venues, and for those of you in Southern California who uh, who don't know about it, Hotel Cafe is on Coenga between Hollywood and Sunset, and it's one of the best listening rooms in uh, Southern California. So, that, so that's really awesome. That, uh, well, and, yeah. and you've got a residency there. Tell us about the residency. What is a residency? Well, residency is, you know, usually you get the opportunity in L.A. to play once a week, uh, I mean, excuse me, once a month, rather, like, and they say, you know, don't book any gigs around that time, but uh, Hotel has been kind enough to ask us to come back three times this month, um, sort of build a little mini January fan base just for this particular um, residency, and that just means, you know, we'll be there three gigs, and we get to kind of try out different material new songs uh new lineups bringing in full band strip it down to just a duo that we are bringing a few singers to sing around one more one mic gospel style and just try a lot of new things out okay well this is going to be lots of fun and and, and i know that that you're going to phoenix afterwards you're going to go to the fiddler's dream which is pure acoustic no mics no amps so all my listeners out in Phoenix know all about that one. Then you tour the Southwest and the Midwest, and you end up in San Diego at the famous Java Joe's, and, and you're going to be in their new building. They've got a new building now on Adams Avenue. So you've got a heck of a trip uh, coming up. This is going to be fun. But uh, just let yeah, me remind you. Oh, I'll, I'll bet. Okay. And, of course, you'll come back <laughs> exhausted, but that's okay. Right? <laughs> that's the way it is. Uh, let me re- remind my listeners that uh, – Freddie and Francine, can, you can follow them at www.freddieandfrancine.com. And for their shows at Hotel Cafe, you should get tickets in advance because they'll sell out. And if they sell out, you're going to find yourself standing in the alley um, trying to get into the show. So get your tickets in advance. Thank you so much for, for calling us. And, um, you know, when you get back from your tour, give us another call. Maybe we'll uh, have you on and t- talk a little longer. Will do. Thanks so much. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye okay. now. Bye. We're going to take a, a quick break. and Well, actually, we're not going to take a quick break because our next guest is here. Uh, our next guest is Mitre. But before we, uh, we talk to Mitre, I want to introduce Mitre. 
Uh, I first saw Mitre at a small club in southeast L.A., and he was singing with my friend Irene Diaz. And I was just blown away. Um, although he sang mostly in Spanish, and I haven't studied Spanish for 30 years, but uh, I could still understand what he was singing about. I knew exactly what the songs were about. He has a voice that expresses meaning regardless of the words, and it works for rock, for ballads, for pop, for love songs, anything that makes you feel good. So the next time I saw him was at the Gibson Showroom in Beverly Hills, and he had a full band and special guests. And, well, awesome is an overused term, but it applies here. The performance was awesome. Mitre is a singer, a songwriter, a producer, originally from Mexico. He's now living here in the United States, and uh, he is awesome. Mitre, welcome to Music Friday Live. Thank you, Patrick. How are you? I'm I'm pretty good. I'm I'm really good because I get to talk to you, right? Mitre, <laughs> uh, uh, your trip to the, the United States w- was somewhat circuitous. I understand you sort of went through Latin America and Italy and various other places. Could you tell us how you eventually landed here in the U.S. and particularly in Los Angeles? Um, well, uh, I, I think that that is the magic of music. And, and I, I believe a lot of in synchronicity, you know, like uh, when you really believe on something, uh, in my case is music, but when you really believe on something, you hang out to that. And, and then the universe uh, and life put all the things you need to get there. So, yeah, as you said, um, I, I'm from Mexico City. I started making music there. And then... I had a, a lot of fan base in South America and Peru, Venezuela, Colombia. And then something weird happened. The same fans of South America took my music to the Italian uh, radio. And then the, the Italian people started listening to the songs. And I, I got an award of uh, Radio FM big station in Milan saying that I was number one Latin of, uh, artist of the people. Uh, beating artists that I admired at the moment, so I was blown up. You know, that that was amazing. And then um, I, I I always wanted to study engineering and uh, production formally, and I I never had the chance in Mexico. And I met a great great engineer, uh, Italian engineer Fabrizio Simoncioni, and he invited me to record in Sonic Ranch, in Texas. That is one of the most amazing studios in the world actually it's the biggest hacienda recording studio in the world and then um i started like uh doing an internship there and then they hired me as a songwriter and producer then i moved here to la because uh i got a publishing deal from warren chapel and i signed with them like one year ago and yeah that's music here you are okay well I'm i want here to- i am and I, I know you sing in both, just like you said, you sing in both uh, Spanish, English, and Italian. So I want to play a little bit of one of your English songs. And this is a song that I'm wearing out because I'm playing it so much. It has the intriguing title of Bulletproof. And uh, we're going to start about 40 seconds into the song so we get the full impact of your vocal. This is Bulletproof. song it, it's 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 addictive and the message in it is so positive and i know that's a love song or at least i think it's a love song but you've got lines in there like every time you hate you put a bullet through your head and love is bulletproof boy that that's really good advice for today's world what prompted that song uh, yeah just that like um as human beings, I think we are in a moment that we need to really love each other and stop the fighting, you know? 
And I have Margaret Cho, who is an amazing comedian and, and, and actress here making a duet with me. Uh, so I really love, love this song. It's so positive, so optimistic. Oh, I, I didn't realize that was Margaret Cho on there. That's an interesting uh, addition. Of course, you're very generous in, in bringing other people into your music, and uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, I want to say that the reason we started that song late, and we started about a minute in, is that you begin that song um, with the sound of marching feet. And in other songs, you've got telephones ringing and street sounds and <laughs> various other things. That's kind of an intriguing technique. Um, what's the inspiration for that technique of bringing in other sounds? Well, as you could listen, my music is very cinematic. And all, all this album is a concept album. It talks about death and, and loss. Not necessarily like physical death. It could be like love, uh, whatever. Uh, but I wanted to, like when people put the album from the first song to the last song, or even each song individually, you could just enter my world, enter this movie, enter this world with marching steps and, and Katrinas and telephones and ghosts and fantasy. That, that's, that's the story sort of like, behind Sort of it. like reality, which is, always has uh, a bunch of interesting things in it now. Uh, we're talking yeah. with to, uh, to Mitre and his uh, self-titled EP and um, his upcoming show in Los Angeles, which we're going to talk about in just a minute. But you can talk to, to, to Mitre yourself. You can call in here on at Music Friday Live. You can call in at 347-215-7511, or you can email us at uh, musicfridaylive at gmail.com. We are getting some emails in here. We'll get to those in just a minute. But I wanted to talk to Mitre a little bit about the special guests. Um, you bring many special guests in to sing with you, and, and you're very generous and are also very confident. Now, how do you manage to avoid the ego trip of, this is my song and I don't want to share it? That's very interesting. Um, it's just all about the music, you know, like, it's not about me either. It's about the music, it's about the song, it's about saying a message and uh, I think collaborations are awesome because they allow you to grow as an artist, as a singer, as a songwriter, as a musician and if I could I, I add some great voices like I did in this album I need to step back just a little so the song could be greater than it was so that's why yeah, I, well, I wanna... to do that Let's let's play one of those. I want to show my audience exactly what's going on. This is this is um, uh, Casi un uh, Recuerdo, and uh, uh, it's it's actually my favorite song on the EP, uh, partially because it's just my favorite song, and also partially because you've got my favorite jazz singer Arlene Diaz on it. But really, it's a song that is so powerful in both Spanish and English. So here's Casi un Recuerdo. Now the lyrics in this, uh, they they switch from ink, from Spanish to English, but the music is an unusual combination of styles. So, could you tell what, what's going on stylistically in that song? Well, what are you combining in there? Um, one thing that I love about making music is that I don't believe in rules. I don't believe in musical genres. Uh, I just believe music is music, and I naturally try to combine like mariachi and. Uh, I, I love old music like boleros and tango. I try to combine that with what is going on in, in, in the world today musically. So I think that is a mix of, of the things that I've lived and, and the places that I've been. Well, when Irene comes in, and we're going to play a little cut of that, she belts the blues in that song. So let, let, let's hear what she does in it.
your your voices blends so beautifully and and, and the arrangement uh, the way you direct her adds a whole new dimension to the song it just grabs your guts while it soars so was that hard to get it that way to get that perfect resonance uh no, I, I think it just happened naturally, uh, putting all the love that, that I, we could uh, in, into the song. And uh, I just love it. I, I love all the album. And uh, it has a lot of energy, a lot of um, it's natural. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, it certainly sounds like that. Well, we're, we're getting a lot of emails here. So I, I want to, to, to give our listeners a uh, a Uh, an opportunity here. Uh, Malcolm in New York City says, he reminds me of Elvis. Does he ever listen to Elvis? Elvis is one of my first influences. My mother was a huge fan. Uh, So I I grew up listening to Elvis and the Beatles from one side and to Jorge Negrete and Pedro Infante for for the other side. So (laughs) I'm a mix between those, those worlds. Well, Malcolm, you hit that one on, on the nose. Now, Sylvia in Boston uh, says we would love to see him on the East Coast. We have we don't get an opportunity for many crossover artists like him. So does he have any plans to tour the East Coast? Yes, I, I have. I, I was in the LANC two years ago in New York City, and I I loved the East Coast. Uh, I think this summer we are trying to to uh, to make a tour in on the East Coast, starting from Miami and then going up to Boston and New York City. But uh, just follow me on my website, and, and, and we will keep you posted. Okay. Now, we have a, we have questions here in Spanish, so I, I'm going to read them, um, and I, you know, it's, I, I hope I don't tear them up too badly. The first one, I know, I know what, what uh, she's asking. Uh, this one is from uh, Viviana Cruz, and she says, uh, ¿Qué te inspira? You want to answer that in Spanish and English? Uh... Sorry, how was that? Que uh, te inspira? What's your inspiration? Ah, yeah. Um, um, lo que me inspira and what inspires me is, is, is life, is love, es el amor, eh, es la vida, eh, es la misma música, es, es the music and the stories that are forgotten somewhere. And I just try to, to put them into songs. Okay, we have a, a, another uh, email in here, for, also in Spanish. This is uh, uh, Te Gastaria Algun. Algun. Okay. Did I make sense? <laughs> no, <laughs> not much. Um, Te Gastaria Algun. Ah, okay. Um, lo que me gustaría um, sería... Um, pues sí, seguir haciendo duetos, keep doing more featurings and duets, and, and uh, I have a lot of plans for the next album too. So yeah, that 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 is the thing that I'm wishing. Okay. This, uh, we have another one here. Um, Cuando sale um, saudade uh, four que medio día te gusta interpretar en el piano. Am I making sense on that one? Yeah, yeah. Saudaji va a salir muy pronto. Es una canción que grabé con Gaby de Saudaji is a song that I recorded with Gaby de She's a wonderful singer from Ecuador. And uh, it, it's very nostalgic. And it's coming in the album, too. Okay, uh, let's switch back to English here. And my cool. I, again, I apologize. My Last time I... Took Spanish was thirty years ago, Definitely. Uh, and I got it's it. Very I got good. Some... It's very good. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, this is Summer in Sumner in Austin, and Sumner says you would be perfect at South by Southwest. Do you have any plans to go? Yes, uh, I, I'm still uh, waiting for the confirmation for this year uh, because we are barely uh, releasing the album, so I don't know if this year. Is going to be, but uh, as I said, uh, just follow me and, and uh, I'll keep you posted. Okay, it seems like uh, South by Southwest would be a perfect place for you. Um, yes, I, I, I love that festival. 
Well, since you said that you, you like to do songs about love, uh, there's a song you've got on this album that's about a kind of a dangerous love. Um, uh, this is a breakout single, uh, Depredador, and for those who, who understand Spanish, it's kind of a scary song. Let's listen a little bit to Depredador. Now, the lyrics to that song, because um, I can read a little Spanish, is, are about dangerous love. Um, Para poder estar en paz uh, conmigo, tengo que yeah. caer al mismo abismo. I love that, al mismo abismo. Now, I don't really need a translation to understand that. Is that a classic song, or did you actually know the person you're singing about? I know. I know him. Uh, he's Jaime Cohen. Uh, he's from Mexico. Um, he's a wonderful uh, singer-songwriter. Uh, and we met in, in, a, in a songwriting uh, workshop in Universal in Mexico City. And, and we were making this song for another big artist in Mexico. And then we ended up like saying, this song is amazing for my album. And, 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 and it talks about a uh, destructive relationship and uh and what, what bad love and dangerous love could do to you. So uh, that that is the story behind the song. Well, <clears throat> like I say, I don't need a translation to understand understand it. Uh, it. But when you bring him up, is that his voice right at the beginning, that very high-pitched uh, uh, singing? Yes, that is Jaime. Wow. He's got quite a range, and it, it works in perfectly. Uh I, and again, you really direct and arrange other people quite uh, expertly in, in your music. Um, we're talking with, with Mitre about his self-titled EP and his upcoming show in Los Angeles. And you can talk to Mitre. You can call in 347-215-7511. Or you can email us. A lot of people are emailing us. And uh, for those of you emailing in Spanish, uh, my apologies in advance for mangling uh, your questions. I'll do my best. You can email us to musicfridaylive at gmail.com. Now, you've got a show coming up um, at 333 Live, and uh, you want to tell us about that? What, what are people going to see at, at uh, that show, and when is it? And- yes, uh, the show is next Friday. It's Friday 23. Uh, it is at, um, in 333 um, Live. That is a venue in downtown L.A., I have uh, amazing guests there. I have Irene Diaz. She's opening for me. Uh, and she's also singing Casi Un Recuerdo. That is a song that you just uh, played. And I have Jimena Muñoz. She's she's a, a really, really... Uh, she's one of the best Latin songwriters in the industry. And she's one of my best friends. And the song that I sing with her is also great. It's one of my favorites. Those two songs are my favorites, actually, of, of the whole album. So I'm very happy to have them uh, next Friday. Well, tick, uh, I want to let everybody know that tickets are available in advance through eventbrite.com. And although uh, 333 Live is a really big space, whoa, <laughs> I'm not sure what that was, uh, Although 333 Live is, is a really big space, I recommend you get your tickets in advance. And we have a special offer. The next two people who email me at musicfridaylive at gmail.com will get a free pair of tickets. Now, email only, not no phone calls. And, and be sure, however, ensure, be sure to include your phone number and the address in the email so we can call you and verify that you are over 21 and that uh, where we can send the tickets. So remember, the next two people who send me an email will get a free pair of tickets. 
Then the email address again is musicfridaylive at gmail.com. That's for next Friday, Mitre at 333 Live in downtown Los Angeles. Well, Mitre, we have another song, another one of your wonderful songs here. And uh, why don't I just play it and then uh, we can talk a little bit about it. This is Yoro. Exactly what you're singing about, because it doesn't take a dictionary to to hear a broken heart. Um, with the the lines in there, without you, I have no power to live. That must have been quite a breakup. Yeah, sometimes love is like that, and and uh, that's the beauty uh, of music. That even if and and I, that's the beauty, particularly in mariachi, mariachi music, because when you listen to mariachi, you just want a bottle of tequila and you just want to cry yourself out and <laughs> and this song is about that it's about healing uh, a wounded heart but healing in a mexican way in in a mariachi way in in, in a ranchero way so well i wanted I to, to say, add a, a, a song like that um, well all i can say is if you're going to do that make sure it's really good anejo we have uh, we've run out of time, Mitre. I'm I'm sorry. We're having so much fun here. So I just want to remind people uh, that to be at your show, 3:33 live next Friday night in downtown Los Angeles, sponsored by Gypset Magazine. Get tickets in advance on Eventbrite, and also follow uh, Mitre at Mitre-Music.com, and also you can follow him on Twitter at MitreMX. Thank you so much for joining us today, Mitre. I'll see you Friday. Thank you, Patrick, and thank you, all all the people that listen to my music, and see you then. You've been listening to Music Friday Live with Patrick O'Heffernan as your host. We're coming to you from blogtalkradio.com and our syndicator, cyberstationusa.com, and all of our radio affiliates. If you like our Facebook page and follow our Twitter feeds, you'll get real-time updates on our guests. Our producer is Lars Christensen. Our program director is Jason Bartlebin. Our intern is Angeline Serrano. You can download this and other Music Friday programs at blogtalkradio.com slash musicfriday. We're also on iTunes and on Stitcher. Next Friday, you'll want to be here next Friday. Marky Ramon, the only remaining member of one of the world's best and most beloved bands, is going to be with us. That's uh, Marky Ramon of the Ramones. He joins us. You don't want to miss this. Check our Twitter stream and our Facebook page for details. And let me just say, I want you to have a great musical weekend. And we're going to start it off with a little bit of Bulletproof by Mitre. This is the part we didn't play earlier. <laughs>